Ladies and gentlemen, guess what? It's Mean Green Nation podcast. Welcome to it. Do we have intro music? Oh, yeah, look, there's intro music here. How to dust this off? What is this one? What is, this one says dance. I don't know what this one is. Turn my headphones up. All right, well, and we got <laughs> we have stuff here. Um, all right, well, so yeah, Casio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I, I made that on an iPad for my kid to dance it. Now I'm remembering <laughs> where I had these random bits of audio. Um, all right, yeah. So it's Mingry Nation podcast. Uh, we also have Aldo, world traveler. Uh, I think you know I tried to get him on last week. It was like I can't, you know, like you know I'm uh you know the spa or something. I don't know what, and like his bodyguards, you know, shoot me out or whatever. So. <laughs> Now that you're here, Aldo, um, you know how you doing? How's your summer been? Uh, really good, really busy. Um, you know, by world we mean California and Florida and of course Canada. Well, that, I mean, you went place. to either end of the country, California, Florida. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty that's, big, <laughs> you know. That's the whole world right there. Yeah, I mean, you know, the one that we care about, right? You know, you're like, you know, I went to Bahrain, <laughs> and everybody's like, huh, what? Well, I don't know where that is. Well, uh, you know, I went down to uh, Macon and, uh, you know, so it, people have limited views. So that's the world. There's a lot of people who haven't traveled further than 100, lives, 100 miles in their whole lives. So there you go. World Traveler Aldo. Mm-hmm. Um, so last week, I don't know if everybody listened to it. It was a little quiet. Uh, we had some audio engineering problems. I blame uh, my family for that one because it made me podcast in an unusual place. I mean, it's not me at the normal podcast studio. And they're like, you need to be down here with your family. I'm like, okay, I'll be all right. Anyway, so there you go. Um, I, Aldo, I know you probably listened to it like three, four times, the episode. Uh, but, you know, I want to get your take on, you know, just like your early vibes. Or, you know, you haven't really thought about Seth Luttrell and, and his football team <laughs> uh, since, I guess, December when they embarrassed us, right, at the Frisco Classic, you know. I, I don't know if you're like me and your grandpa would take you as a young into the old Frisco Classic uh, bull, you know, uh, lifetime of memories, that thing. Knee high to a grasshopper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I remember uh, when, uh, you know, uh, Jim Bob, uh, you know, what's-his-face is out there running for touchdowns at the Frisco Classic. Can't beat it. Uh, but, you know, when we got embarrassed there at the Frisco Classic by Miami of Ohio, they have a clarification in their name. Um, you know, were you excited about that? You haven't thought about it. Did you close the book? And now maybe you're like, you know what, hey, uh, maybe we'll be all right this year. What are you thinking? Well, thank you for reopening that wound <laughs> that I had to isolate and go to therapy for for a few weeks. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's been tough. It's been a tough off season because, you know, every season, especially at least through through Seth Luttrell's tenure, you're like, okay, well, I mean, he's been doing great on the recruiting front, and you know, there's some optimism in the off season for just improving things across the board, whether that's through, um getting players or getting new staff and uh, through this off season, there's just, I don't know, as a fan, there hasn't been much to get excited about. <laughs> and I'm, I'm was thinking about this earlier today that, that, uh, you know, this is not because of the lack of optimism there, there hasn't been, um, um, a desire, not a desire. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, this aggressive move to, to approve, you know, state his job, basically, right? Yeah. And so I was looking at the uh, Maslow's pyramid. Yeah, the Maslow's um, hierarchy of needs. Yeah. The hierarchy of needs, exactly. So as you, uh, at the bottom of the pyramid, you need, like, to survive, physiological needs, <laughs> yeah. food, water, shelter, those kinds of things. And and as you have more things, you get up to the top of the pyramid, you, you need less, right? And I don't really know the, the pyramid very well, but <laughs> yeah, I'm getting that. I'm getting that sense a little bit, but yeah, go ahead, go ahead keep going. <laughs> well, when you're when you're always in the physiological need, just needing to survive, yeah, you don't really know what's beyond that, right? Yeah, and the, that's how I feel with with the team. Like we're just, I, f- I feel parallels to the the end of um, McCartney's tenure. You know, mm-hmm. that the, the movement isn't there to to take. You know, that go for a hail mary move to improve the team um we're getting beat again in the recruiting front we're uh i mean okay so not to be so negative but 
I'll say one positive thing is that I'm looking forward to Phil Bennett going into the second year. I think that's a really positive thing there. Um, <laughs> but almost losing Katie Davis uh, and him coming back is, is was another one of those feelings of what is going on with the team. So yeah, I did mention that we didn't. I, I didn't get too deep in like roster moves and stuff like that. So everybody, like if you follow North Texas, you know the various corners of the internet in which people gather, and then everybody kind of picks a guy and like this is gonna be the guy. You know, you don't know. Like you know, there was there was a lot. It, everybody loved all the backup quarterbacks. That was a thing. Um, and you know, like I think now everybody's like, well, you know, JD had he, you know, he's pretty good out of Louisiana Tech. Got uh, what is it like Stone Earl? That's that's the guy coming in. There's a guy kid from Memphis. I was trying to look up. I remember, I vaguely remember that. And you know, like Grant Gunnell. Yeah, is it Gunnell or is it Gunnell? I would say Gunnell. That's how I would say it. Um, if you're Gunnell. asking me, yeah, that's me. I don't know. So we got dudes, right? There's a whole little three star, um, you know, selection of dudes out there. And we've said this before. I don't want to get too caught up in recruiting. But you need the materials, right? You need five three-star guys because, like, three of them maybe, maybe contributors, and like one of them is gonna be real good, right? You know, like that's that's kind of so. If you only get one three-star guy, then you're limiting yourself because you don't know which of those five that you it's gonna be. You know, you're gonna get you're gonna get the two washouts, you know, a couple contributors or one the good one, right? You don't know. Um, and the same thing with like the two stars. If you know, you can hit on a couple. A couple of them are not gonna play. You know. Um, we lost the twins, the edge rusher twins dudes that, that really made an impact in their, in their short time here. They went on to UCLA and now they're going to be playing big 10 football, I guess. Right. I, mean, I don't know how quickly that thing's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but I mean, I, I think you're right, right? They said like, we're sort of scrapping. It's not really thriving. And I guess the question is, do you expect to thrive at conference USA level? AKA, or, you know, AAC level football? Do you expect thriving football, or do you expect sort of like you know hanging on to survive? I'm asking you. I mean, at this point, based on what we've seen the past two seasons, I think we're currently grasping, trying to survive, trying not to be in the bottom. Yeah. So, I mean, do you think like a UAB? Do you think they're thriving? Um, well, after their coach, I mean, a big part of, of their, their identity was through their coach and yeah. you know, a lot of their scheming, their ideas. Uh, I, I would say their toughness too, but yeah, I mean, so like uh, my point is not to, you know, to quiz you. I feel like I'm a, I'm a senator. Like, and what would you say to, you know, <laughs> I don't mean to do that, but like, I guess I'm asking the question, like who in conference USA is thriving that you feel like, man, if only we could be like them. Cause I, I think the gut reaction is like maybe UTSA. But I express here's my here's my I guess for you, uh, fellow Mean Greener, right? You're out there. You listen to this, maybe on your Spotify app or whatever. Um, here's a little bit of hope, I guess, and you know whatever. So you, you're looking at UTSA. Are they good? Yeah, they got talent. You know, I just went through this thing. You want to have five three stars, and they got a bunch of three stars. They got a couple four stars. They got some talent. They have somebody who can recruit. However, is the hunger there? Right. Uh, you know they they already won their little game. They won their, the the championship. It's done, right? They had a bunch of hungry guys that were getting humiliated, and they wanted to win. They have done so, and if at least to me, it is an indication of something that they basically didn't show up for the bowl game, right? Like everybody was like either <laughs> suspended because they couldn't you know do their math test or whatever, or they uh um. They didn't want to show up or, you know, they just kind of laid down. They didn't perform well in the bowl game. So I just wonder, is like, you know, did they already do it? Were they already ready done? They had the feeling of accomplishment. Were they ready to do the kind of work that you need to do to win a championship? That's the thing that UAB sort of always did. They won, but they were still there. They are always going to play tough. Maybe they weren't going to be as talented, but they were always going to play, you know. You know, they're always going to beat you up, or at least, you know, you're like, man, we played UAB. That kind of sucked. Um, I don't know that UTSA is going to do that. You know what I'm saying? Well, I've got a, I've got a couple of thoughts there, and you know, share those thoughts, man. Com- share those we thoughts. Had a couple, <laughs> Tell the people. Conversations about Latrell right after a yeah. few seasons where he was beating up people when nine win seasons multiple multiple times, yeah. but then when he, when we got to the postseason, 
it just fizzled out, embarrassed, right, in front of everybody, similar to UTSA. But at this point, I think that UTSA has the most stability with the second-year head coach uh, headed towards the AAC, right? Yeah, I mean, I I think the biggest thing is that they got a quarterback coming back, and and that's that's always huge, you know, and I I think – you know, that's the most thing I'm trying to suss it out, right? Like, I think this is the time where you set expectations. Uh, you you get an idea for the expectations, so you can prepare your heart, you know? You can wrap it up in nice um, padding so that way it doesn't, you know, hurt when they punch it. Um, but, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, in the middle of the season, you're going to get hyped. You're like, come on, we can beat, I don't know, they can't even say Southern Miss anymore. Who do we even play anymore in this conference? So you're going to get hyped about well, I mean, a, <laughs> about yeah, a uh, the, losing the attack. Yeah, Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. The usual suspects: uh, Louisiana Tech, Southern Miss, UAB. Um, we don't we don't play Southern Miss anymore. They they done left and gone. They're gone. Now. Right, and, and and all of them had coaching changes. And um, as we move into uh, AAC um, with yeah. what is this Rice and Charlotte and um, La Tech and stuff, who knows what's going to happen in the next few years? Uh, yeah. Skip Holtz is, is is got his trophy and the. <laughs> What's yeah. it called? The UFL? The USFL? Yeah, yeah, the the Birmingham whatever. Nobody cares. But yeah, I mean, you yeah. know, he, he went with Jay Moore Smith too, former uh, competition. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> Multiple uh, competitions you're safe All right, well, let, let me just pause right here. We'll do this early instead of late, right? I'm going to give you the schedule, and we're just going to get your gut feeling. It's not official. We're not going to do any, like, games on it based on what you said in July. But August 2-7 at UDEP. What you feeling? Wind. September three, smooth. Loss. Hater. September one zero, <laughs> Texas Southern. Win. Yeah, barely. Yeah, I think we're gonna lose the halftime show, but you know, September seventeen, UNLV. At we UNLV. Have we have At, to win that one, right? Yeah. I mean, that sure seems like a fun one to go to, right? You can get a little gambling. Yeah. Maybe on the game, maybe on the game. Uh, September 2-4 at Memphis. Loss. I might, I might go to that one. Uh, October 1, Florida Atlantic. At home? Yeah. I'm going to go win. That's in Denton. I mean, I can tell like I haven't studied a lot of uh, the Conference USA uh, squads uh, just yet. But I don't really have a lot of good thoughts about Florida Atlantic uh, under Willie Taggart so far. They're sort of kind of losing their talent. They always have talent, but I don't know they're ready to play. Uh, October 1-5, La Tech. That was a tough one. Um, I might say loss. La Tech. Um, you think we're losing to them? Who they got on their team? They're going through a coaching change. They, you know, like uh, the dude has to like build up his squad. You know what I mean? He has to go shake hands and make friends. He's gonna be a little distracted. That's what I'm getting at. You know what I mean? Their first I, I, loss. It's one of those. Someone's gonna look around and be like, "Man, we should have kept Skip." You know what I mean? We should have kept that. <laughs> yeah. it, it just feels like one of those games that we're supposed to win but don't. It's at home. Um. All right. October two two at UDSA. Loss. I mean, we beat, we don't beat them already. You know what I mean, <laughs> I guess the good part is that like it's uh it's they're in of doors there, right? So then they you know they get a turn mm-hmm. like and they'll be shivering like can you can you turn up the heat a little bit? Like all right, and they got mess with the AC and then that's how they play football there. Um, October two nine at Western Kentucky. I'm gonna go with win. Let's get I'm, a road win. See now that MGN headquarters is located in the Middle West of these United States of America. I might go to these Western Kentucky game. I'm going to go to this Memphis game. It's only five hours away, that that Memphis game. A little short drive down south. All right. November 5, F-I-U. Win. It's at home. I mean, it is at home, and I mean, I don't see any indications that FIU should be any kind of good. They're, they're, they're yeah, still I terrible. haven't proved at all. Yeah. Um, November 12, at UAB. That one just completely changed with the loss of Bill Clark. I don't know that they're going to yeah. be the same team. And I think they're definitely going to be a different team by the end of that year. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to be we'll, – we'll learn if there's any uh, fumes left of the Bill Clark regime, you know? All right, November 2-6, home against Rice. Loss. 
Yeah, that should be a win, right? I'm it, going with the win. It should be, but like Rice and UTEP, we always <laughs> play them at the end of the season. I think, I think what happens? Here's my here's my suspicion, as if the staff goes, oh, you know what? I forgot that we play this team. Um, we got to get prepared for them. And everybody's like scrambling, like, oh, dang, what do we do? And they're like, hey, guys, I know we said go on vacation. Turns out we got a game, and then we got to go play them, and then that's why we look like crap every time we play that last game of the season. That is my suspicion. I think that's what happens every yeah. year. Um, well, uh, so so you've got us at, or we've got us at eight or nine wins for the season. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. It uh, seems a little <laughs> ambitious. I, yeah, I mean, I always do this, right? You think about like a team, are these teams good, right? There's a certain amount of, you know, is that team good that we're playing? And then there's another part of it is like, are we any good? And then can we take advantage of their weaknesses, right? Because here's a big question, right? The defense was very good last season. Mm-hmm. Are they going to maintain some level? And that's it. I don't think you need to be, you know, 85 Bears, 2,000 Ravens, you know, Alabama, LSU. You don't need to be those teams. You just need to be able to get a stop. Every once in a while. And again, this is not to win whatever you're thinking about. It's to win Conference USA. This watered-down version of the league that is Conference USA now. It needs to be good enough. And I understand that. And, you know, that's something that that I've always harped on is you need to be average. And, you know, you look at these teams and you say, we should be able to beat a team like FIU. But yeah. will we? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. So so I guess, think about this, right? You're talking about winning the, the conference. It's going to be different. There's no divisions this time, right? It's just all kind of one whatever. So think about it this way, right? In the Conference USA Championship game, it was Western Kentucky and UDSA, right? And Western, they sort of got some stops when they needed to get some stops. Sort of, right? But a big part of the thing is that they couldn't get off the field. They were getting gashed, and UTSA was kind of scoring pretty easily. And that's the question is that, like, you know what? Is there a team on here that we're just not going to be able to stop? Like, we need to be able to get off the field just a couple of times, like get a three and out late in the, in the fourth quarter against any team. That's what you need. That's absolutely what you need. I think North Texas was sort of able to do that for a while there. It was kind of like, hey, maybe we can probably we can kind of trust our defense a little bit. Um, but think about whatever the best team in this league is going to be and then ask yourself, can we get off the field against them on you know third and four can we get off the field that's how you know whether or not you have a winning team all right so the second thing the other part of it is obviously offense is can we convert that third and four or more complicatedly can we drive the field with like one minute and a half left right can we go 73 yards in a minute and a half to get a game-winning touchdown Against, again, Conference USA-level squads. You can throw out SMU or whatever like that just for now. But think about Florida Atlantic. Can we go 73 yards against them with a minute and a half left? And let's say it's on the road, right? We'll just we'll, we'll concede that point. Can you do that? If you can't, then you're not going to win this league, right? You should be able to say we can or we have a good enough chance to do that against any team that you put a, a, against us right there. Like some teams will be harder. You know, they got good corners or whatever. Sometimes it'll be a little bit easier. But if you think, you know, we got zero shot, then then we have zero shot because that's what it takes to win a thing. Um, yeah, and yeah. you have to ask, do we have the quarterbacks to do that? And with yeah. Ani coming back, is he if he's the best we got, I'm going to say no. We, we, we've seen that he doesn't have the accuracy for uh, a drive like that. You know, he may be able to pop one off every once in a while. Yeah, but we don't need every once but, in a while. We need right now when they know it's coming. Can you complete exactly? Yeah, yeah, we need the consistency there. And you know, we're back with Mason Fine, the the, the great Mason Fine. You know, we we rattled off multiple weeks of ninety five yard drives, ninety six, ninety nine and a half yard drives against yeah. a lot of these teams, which propelled us to these to these nine win seasons. Uh, I can't trust that we can do that offensively um, this season. Not until we see these guys that that you mentioned. The Gunnel, I'm trying to click over to the, the roster again. Uh, Austin Ani, Stone Earl, J.D. Head, Jace Reuter. What happened to the Easton guy? Like, like we've also lost some other guys. I mean, I, I think that, that kind of speaks for itself, right? They're not here. They're not going to do it. Uh, at some point, it was determined they were not going to be the guy to do it. And, I mean, that that's really it. you got to find a guy. 
Um, you know, there's things to like Ani on his day. You're like, man, that guy, the kid. Well, I don't say uh, that kid, uh, but you know that that old man. Uh, he's like a dad. Um, you know, he he has a, a gun for an arm. Uh, he's a gamer. He has a little little movement to him, but he doesn't have that accuracy that we need. Absolutely. And then some days you get the bad version of him. You're like, it's gonna be a long day, man, because uh, we had three guys wide open and we couldn't put it on him. Um, yeah, yeah, and you, I appreciate his gunslinging mentality. Like we need that in a quarterback. <laughs> you just just can't get it there. Yeah, and then there's Jace Reuter, uh again. Whose defining moment in my eyes is uh, <laughs> the gift that I had of Seth Luttrell saying, God damn it, Jace, <laughs> keep the ball in bounds. And then I think about that, it's like the field's like 50 yards uh, wide or whatever. I was like, yeah, you got you to gotta keep it down <laughs> in, in of bounds. Um, that, right, so, yeah, that might have yeah. been a deer in headlight situation. And I'm hoping that, yeah. that you know, calms down and, and looks a little bit better. Why did North Carolina you know, pick him up, why was he considered the best recruit in Kansas or the best quarterback in Kansas, whatever it was? Yeah, I mean, I think there's a little bit, you know, I said this before, I think there's a lot of uh, talent there, but I think you never know what's, what's going to happen when the talent, I guess, meets the road to, like, confuse metaphors. It's summertime, um, you know, but you, you see what I'm saying, right, is that, like, there's a lot of potential. The guy can chuck the ball, he can read it, but can he do it when guys are about to hit him in the eye? You know what I mean? Like, when they want to take mm-hmm. his legs out. Can you do that? It's tough. It's tough to do. And, yeah, you know, we can say, well, it's tough to do. We're going to encourage him, all that good stuff. But, again, you get the glory for being able to do those things, right? And you, you're like me and you. Nobody's coming to say, you know, is Aldo going to do it? And nobody cares what Aldo's going to do. Because you couldn't do it, right? I mean, that's that's it. Nobody cares what Adams is going to do, because uh, I couldn't do it, right? I couldn't stand in the pocket and and deliver a, a strike, you know, fifty yards down the field, and that's it. Uh, but these guys uh, are hoping they can. And so, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if we're going to win with what we have there. I I like a little bit of the potential, but it's it's difficult, very difficult, to build a squad with maybes and. Um, I mean, I tell you, I like a running back room, again. Um, yeah, I mean that's perpetual awesomeness in there. Yeah, I think it, in twenty twenty two, you know, I don't know that you can win with uh, only a run game that way. Yeah, I mean, you need a pass game, and again, you can have a bus driver type dude. Like you know, I, you don't need Brett Favre. You don't need um, you know, uh, what's his name, the Tom Brady. You just need. A guy. <laughs> oh, that guy. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, uh, as I'm saying, it's like you you need like a Greg McElroy kind of deal. You know what I mean? You don't necessarily need um, a national what? championship but winner. That, yeah, that's what I'm Greg saying. McElroy. Like it is a team, and so you need to figure out who's gonna do the heavy lifting on the team. Every team has a heavy lifter, and then you have some guys that are just you know what? I'm not gonna do anything, but I'm gonna make a play. Right? A play in an important moment. And that's your contribution to the whole. And, you know, whatever, right? It, you think about basketball, there's guys that hit the shot, and you're like, look at that guy. Our main dude, you know, you got your Luka Doncic is, you know, scoring 40. You need somebody to just hit an open three. Who's going to hit the open three, right? That's the basketball version. In football, can you step in and make a catch? You know what I mean? Can you make the, the first down catch? Can you make the block? Can you make the tackle? Can you do whatever you need to do? And then you can get off the field, and then that's it. The heavy lifting will be done by whoever it's going to be. I don't know that you can have the heavy lifting done by a running back in 2022 anymore, but it is Conference USA, so maybe. I mean, yeah, I think I think we could if we had a guy like, you know, a Reggie Bush type. Or, or you don't even have to <laughs> talk about that, but um, UTSA's runner. Um, oh, yeah. I'm blanking on his name. Yeah, but uh, so he didn't. He did a lot of work. He was a uh, he was a workhorse guy. But I thought the quarterback made the big plays when they mattered, right? He's the one that let him down the field um, to win against UAB, right, in, in San Antonio in that big uh, game against UAB. So, I mean, I, 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 I take your point, but I don't know. I don't know that you Well, yeah. it, you know, c- conversely, or, or to argue your point, 
we don't know what we have on our team because there's we've had so many injuries. You know, Oscar attaway has been been hurt. Yeah, most of our running back room was hurt. Our yeah. receivers have been hurt, and we've got a lot of new tight ends coming in. Um, new QB room. So I mean, all this might be moot, and they might might come out guns blazing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, this is something I was. Uh, if you want to be excited, right? We got I think Tommy Bush is back, right? Uh, if they can reconstruct his leg, poor kid. Um, we got the other dude. Uh, I mean, the guy that shows up for like three games a year and just looks like a Jair shorter. Yeah, you're like, man, this is like Justin Blackman all over again. Oh, he's out for the year. Yeah. <laughs> so you got a little bit of that happening. Uh, hopefully nobody else does any domestic violence and gets kicked off the team. We're hoping against that, you know. And then, uh, Roderick uh, Burns. Yeah, we there's some other dudes there. So like, you want Roderick Burns to be your third, maybe fourth best wide receiver, not your number one guy, and that's fine. It's not a knock on him. But um, you see what he contributes. He was unable to get the separation that we needed for a number one right receiver guy, right? When they're game planning against you, uh, it's a lot different than when they're not, right? And, you know, again, not a knock on him, uh, but it's just a statement of facts. I think you get a Tommy Bush out there. You get a Jair Shorter. It opens it up for a Roderick Burns. It opens it up for an Oscar Attaway. He can do that kind of thing. I think you saw what it looks like. Against the UTSA, you know, uh, in that in that game, was it December one, whatever it was. That, sure. yeah, whatever, yeah, whatever. You saw what it looks like when North Texas is hitting when they're supposed to hit, right? The run game's killing it. Uh, the defense was getting turnovers, that kind of thing. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that's sustainable or or, or uh, replicable. But I think we'll have a lot more weapons. Maybe that means. Chase Rudy looks a little bit better. Maybe it means Gunnel looks a bit better. I don't know. I mean, yeah, and I and I agree with you there. And also, again, with with the question marks coming up, we've got Detravion Brown, who was signed uh, twenty twenty, I believe, uh, really highly regarded. And then Jay Macklin, the what cousin or nephew or something of uh, family Jordan relation. Macklin. Yeah. Yeah, maybe a little bit of that. But yeah. anyway, I mean, uh, yeah, lo- the, lots of weapons weapons out there exactly that we haven't seen so that's the optimism <laughs> the, the the unknown that could be good so i hope <laughs> i hope it is yeah so okay so uh i think you know because i'm tubing out here in like two minutes this zoom call is gonna die and i'm gonna call you back so if everybody's wondering like what it's gonna happen i'm not even gonna edit it out i'm just gonna call them back live on the show um so it could be right and i think we saw a little bit of this in 2021 or 2020 2020 is what it was um when austin ani and jason bean combined had the best qb rating in the conference right a lot of that was thrown to our number one receiver and him making everybody look silly right so uh you know like it, it's kind of like me throwing a jerry rice out there you know what i mean and like man this this quarterback's pretty good uh yeah well you know it's easy when the, the receiver's wide open all the time or you throw it short to him and then he runs for a touchdown. So, you know, it could be that Austinani, Jace Reuter, Gunnel, Stone Earl, whoever's going to take the snaps, um, you know, looks that much more better, that much more comfortable because they're throwing to a lot more talented receivers. But again, and this is something that happened that season too, it's a lot different to complete a pass in the first quarter than it is in the fourth quarter Again, when you've used your used up your bag of tricks, when the defensive coordinators have seen you, they're analyzing you, they're seeing what you're doing, and they already have a feel for the game. Again, can you can you lead a drive, seventy three yards, minute thirty left? It's a tough thing, and I don't even know like can you lead it and score a touchdown? Can you lead it down the field? Can you make it? Can you get within twenty thirty yards? You know what I mean? Like some of it's luck, you know. Uh, some of it's you know just chance. But, uh, you know, I was thinking again about the, the, the kid that played at Western Kentucky. Uh, he was always dangerous. Zappy. Yeah, yeah, Zappy. Even when he was bad, he was bad in that net, in the uh, conference championship game. He was still dangerous. He was still finding a way to put it on him. They had some receivers drop passes in that game, but he was dangerous. Like, you know, every you can feel the stadium get scared of him. They're like, oh, oh he's going to be back in the third attention pass. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, like that is what you're hoping for. Uh, hold on, let me end this and call you back. See what do we have to deal with, folks? You see what we got to deal with over here? We don't pay for the Zoom. We got the free Zoom. 
free zoom means I gotta uh I gotta stop this call every so often and then call up Aldo again, do you know? So we're calling him. While we're waiting, we'll call this like intermission. We should do the where's the music at? Let me do some music. Let me do this again. questions yes i want to join right, join this video there he is <laughs> um i don't know why this is all right let me boost mm. the volume on this one. Oh, there we go there we go i was entertaining the masses with uh with the music interludes um all right, so you know, like I said, I was complaining. You know, you wanna you wanna become a Mingri Nation uh, member, and then, then maybe we can afford Zoom. Uh, all right, so again, I know I got a little Bailey Zappi love here because uh, I thought he was the best quarterback. He was clearly the best quarterback in Conference USA, and I was a little miffed uh, that we didn't get him. We didn't even. It didn't sound like we were even in that conversation, and I feel like that is a big black. Yeah, because he was down the street, and we, we saw resume. him play. We played against uh, him, and and um, again. Yes, he was on film, and he played very Here's well against card. us. And so, if you're like, you know what, uh, I don't know, did we even say <laughs> something like that as he's leaving? You know, uh, Denton, Texas has a wonderful. Like, you uh, like you know, I don't know. What, say something. You know what I mean, get him over there. Make him uh, your quarterback. <laughs> Do you like the color green? Can I can I interest you in the color green? So, um, you know that that's a failure, failure on that part. And it's the prime. I say this by every coach, and I say this about Seth Luttrell. It is your job to get a quarterback. Quarterback is super important. It's your job to get a quarterback. You get one quarterback, that's great. You got to be getting the next one. Find the next one. Where is he at? Uh, you want to know how uh, that dude got his big-time money in, at USC? That's because he kept getting quarterbacks to Oklahoma, uh, to Norman. You know what I mean? Uh, Kyler Murray. Uh, that other dude, what was his name? The guy, the guy from Alabama. What was it? Not Tua. Um, and uh, then even like uh, Baker Jaylen Mayfield, Hicks. he got him there. You know, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then and then yeah, like Alabama obviously is getting a bunch of quarterbacks. You're like, you know what? Uh, <laughs> this guy got us all the way to the national championship game. He's not good enough. Let's get the next guy in. He'll win us the title game. Uh, but yeah, like you need some. You need quarterbacks. Your job is to get quarterbacks. Once you stop being able to get quarterbacks, you can't depend you stop on being losing your value. Sorry, you can't the, depend on being lucky person. that one time. Yes, it's all the other what, stuff. Seven yeah. seasons now, whatever. How long it's been? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was great. It was like getting Mason Fine when we did got us. It got us two really good seasons. One was a freshman season, and one was sort of a wasted uh, season because we had to change an offensive coordinator. But still. Four good and hopeful years. After that, it's been a lot of meh. And we're coming up on, hey, it's a, as many seasons of non-good quarterback play as good quarterback play. And uh, once it creeps up to like, hey, we got more bad quarterbacks than we've had good quarterback, then I think you start, you know, looking around and seeing if somebody else wants to dance with you. Um, I mean, so, yeah, that that's where we are right now. I, I mean, All that said, obviously, <laughs> are you excited about this football season? I, I may what be level? pessimistic and upset at this moment <laughs> in time, but if you say, "Hey, let's go watch a game" or "Let's go tailgate," I'm I'm all on board. Yeah. I'm already planning or trying to plan going to Las Vegas, maybe going up yeah. to Memphis and tailgating out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I was I was kind of looking at this whole thing, uh, um, so. A uh, little too many little personal inside, no personal. Life. So we bought an old house, uh, and it was built in 1907. You know what? Fun fact about old houses: they got old problems. 
Uh, and so it's eating into my entertainment travel budget. I'm like, you know, I got to get a new furnace. That costs a lot of money. I don't know if I'm going to be able to afford to go furnace. to, the, you know, one of these, like, there goes Las Vegas. Scratch <laughs> that off the list. You know I mean? Is it like, is it like, I mean, uh, yeah, home this alone place is two furnaces, two ACs. Terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like a, it's like a cold one. No, I mean, it's like a modern furnace, but like, you know, modern is like, it, it was purchased in 2001, which apparently was 20 years ago. That's what I hear. That's, I was shocked to learn. I was at a, uh, I was at a, I was at a bar. It was like, you must be older than this date to buy beer, right? And the year said two, uh, 2001 on it. And I was like, 2001? Wasn't that just like a year or two ago or something like that? Turns out it wasn't. It was 21 years ago. Uh, so there you go. Fun fact about the year 2001. It was 20, 21 years ago. Um all right, so you know, like it, it's eating into my budget, but I'm excited. Like, I think I could, yeah, I can fly Southwest down to San Antonio, you know, uh, where they herd you in with the luggage, right? Uh, or they just, they just <laughs> go. They turn the light on and like, go find your seat, and you got to just battle some old lady, like, you know, for yeah, uh, you know. So there's that is the Southwest. I, yeah, I can get down to San Antonio. It should be easy to do that, and I can go see my mom or whatever, you know, my family. Hi, Dad. No, I got to get to the game. Um, but I'm not. I'm not really excited to go to like El Paso. Uh, I'll go to Bowling Green just because it's kind of around right the corner. I kind of want to just do it. I can hop in the car and we just drive over there. It's it's relatively cheap. Uh, I say relatively because gas prices were super high there for a little bit. They're going down, but uh, it's expensive <laughs> to to drive. I might have to buy a horse or something. I think hay's cheaper than gas. I'll just get on a wagon or something. Uh, so I mean, you know, like there's stuff like that. Uh, I I'm not. I'm kind of looking at the schedule. Still far enough away that I'm like, we can make this game. This is also I got to convince my wife that it's worth dealing with our kids for a weekend. You know what I mean, that kind of thing. But I am excited about some North Texas football. Um, you know, th- probably the most excited. If you look at our schedule, there's no amazing non-conference games here, and that's a little disappointing, right? There's I'm no Big Ten opponent. This. There's no Pac-12 opponent. No P5s at all, right? Yeah. I mean, so you know, they're be, not in the Big 12 yet, you know? But, but, but even so, I, I feel like Memphis so, has I got mean, a good enough reputation. Yeah, it's I mean, probably it, the most marquee <laughs> matchup. I mean, and, and it does sound sad because it is sad. It's the most marquee matchup we've got. Um, SMU is always fun because it's you love to hate them. Yeah. Yeah, but that's not really a trip. That's I mean, you just drive into University Parks or whatever. Um, but you know, again, uh, I think mm-hmm. Las Vegas, right? Uh, UNLV is probably the most fun one. Like it's where it's the destination. You get to go to Vegas for a little bit, uh, watch the game, and it's you know, twelve thousand okay. degree heat. Dry heat, and then you know, do a little gambling with the rest of the money. <laughs> 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 yeah, so you you just quickly burn out, right? You know. Uh, I had family that lived out in like Phoenix or Arizona and stuff. And I'm like, you know, I'm out there looking at it. I was like, yeah, it's nice and whatever, but you know, this is the desert, right? I've had family live in Las Vegas too. It's the same deal. I'm like, this is the desert. You're in the desert. You know, it's just, uh, I don't think, I don't, I don't, it just feels weird to have a, <laughs> any town or any civilization out there where no, you know what? No <laughs> life is this important. seems like a good place but, to uh, live. Very limited <laughs> wildlife. Uh, no I'm water. not. I think I think we can. <laughs> yeah, I see. I see a couple of scorpions. They look like they're all right. I mean, we can make it out here. It's like, uh, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make that. Like I said, got to buy a furnace. Fur- furnaces are expensive. Uh, and so it's like you know, like uh, warming your house. Uh, otherwise, you got to make sure the windows are. It's like so. It, we got like classic windows. I guess like the first window ever made or something like that. We're like, can we replace these? And they're like, no, nah, it's like an historic home. You can't. I'm like, so uh, I'm just stuck with this, you know, window that just uh, it, it just it's like a, it's not it's like an open window basically. It's like a pass through that all the heat just leaving that apparently cost twelve thousand uh, dollars a scoop of uh, you know of uh, natural gas. It doesn't matter. Like, but yeah, sorry, we can't really help you. So stuff like that. I got those kinds of problems. It's gonna take up my Texas, UNLV budget. In you know Texas, what I mean? it can still get to ninety something degrees <laughs> in September. 
Well, so, I mean, here in, in Missouri, Missouri, I mean, you know, they got four seasons here. So in fall, it's going to get nice and crisp and that kind of stuff. We moved up here in January when it was cold as balls. Uh, and it was like snowing and stuff. We were like, you know, crazy people moving in the snow. Uh, but, you know, just uh, uh, it was kind of a shock. We were, we loaded up the U-Haul, whatever. We had actually too much stuff, too much crap is what it was. But I had, So we had a U-Haul. I didn't really want a U-Haul, but I had a U-Haul. Um, and then we were driving. And we got like, you know, we, we stopped and saw y'all there uh, in, in Frisco. And we went up and it was like Tulsa. And I got out to get gas, and it turns out it was like 17 degrees. And I was still wearing, like, you know, sort of the gear I used to pack up my house there. And so, you know, I had, like, shorts on, like a tank top. I hop out into 18-degree weather. It was, like, 17. I forget what it was. I was like, oh, man, I got a chance. I'll put more clothes on here. Uh, so that was a surprise. And same kind of deal. Like, we got up, and it was, like, it was a shock because the, the gr- it was, like, one. It was, like, seven degrees. Was what it was one day, and um, we acclim- acclimated pretty well because uh, there was one point we're staying at Airbnb as we we're waiting on our house to get ready. Where I looked at the the temperature, and I was like, "Hey, hun, it's in the twenties <laughs> today. We can probably walk Swimming to the rabbit. restaurant and get some breakfast." So you know, th- there you go. <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, look at that. It's nice and warm. We just wear uh, wear some shorts out there. What was my question? So I mean, <laughs> the answer to your question, like, when does it get cold? Well, your question your question was like, you know, how soon do you have to care about the, the furnace? Uh, the furnace guy says now. Like he's like, because uh, it's gonna get later. It's gonna be more expensive. Also, we're gonna be booked up because everybody's gonna be cold. So you want to do it now? Anyway, my point is, I don't know that I'm gonna have a whole lot of money to be flying around this country to go see the North Texas play in UNLV. Although I want to do that, uh, I'm, I'm probably gonna be more able to, to convince my wife that's that it's fine to pack up the children. And we just drive it should five be a fun trip, though. Uh, have you ever been on, on like Beale Street? Four hours or whatever. No, I, have, I haven't made it to Memphis. I think I drove by Memphis once or twice. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I want to go. Uh, you, you know, it turns out that in this area, uh, you know, like you do the NBA League Pass. I got the NBA League Pass. Uh, they black out Memphis and the Indianapolis Pacers. Or, you know, Indiana Pacers, I mean. Apparently, those are the two teams that are near me. <laughs> Good news is I never really want to watch Memphis Grizzlies or the Indiana Pacers play basketball, so uh, it didn't really affect me too much. But that's that's the fun fact. Um, yeah, I mean, that, looking at that, the, those are so the ones that you know, be Memphis. Uh, we'll those two ones you're going try to try and make. I'm gonna try and make both of them. Um, but if I were to pick one, it's got to be Las Vegas. I, I've never been to Las Vegas. I have been. Nope. I've been to <laughs> yeah. Memphis, went to Memphis in college. Well, you never been to Memphis. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's why you have a wallet full of cash. You haven't been to Vegas yet. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe uh, they say worst case scenario, I don't know that I'm going to be able to convince uh, my wife that Las Vegas would be a great family fun destination for <laughs> everybody. But maybe, I don't know. I got to do it for maybe the I'll people. Maybe I'll just go myself. Like, look, hun, I earned it. I took out the trash. I took out the trash two days in a row. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, I think I'm going to aim for the UTSA one. Are you going down Not for that for one? Do you UTSA ever get excited game. about going down to San Antonio for that game? Uh, I got to say, San Antonio is fun, and we've gone to it multiple times as, you know, <laughs> as, a, as a destination with, with the kids. Yeah. But not to go see UTSA. <laughs> yeah. See, it, it's those kinds of things that make me think that we're, it's not really a rivalry. Well, what about going down to like Houston for seeing Rice? I've never seen you uh, down in Houston. You I know, that's something that I've been meaning to do because we used to go guess. through Houston all the time, um, visit visit family down in Galveston, um, and I'd like to ch- check yeah. it out. I definitely would go see a Rice game over before going to see a UTSA game. Yeah, I mean, I think there's, I have obviously a connection to San Antonio, so that it makes a lot of sense. And, you know, I, I made that trip a, a ton, so it, you know, it, it would make sense. Yeah. I think we're probably going to go down for San Antonio for some, well, for at least the that Rice game. campus is uh, beautiful. I don't know if anybody else has, has been yeah. there, but that campus is amazing. Yeah, I mean, Houston is a good place to go visit also. You know what I mean? Like, Houston's cool-ish. You know, it, it, it's like any place. Wherever you're going and 
who you're going with and what you plan to do there. Like, how much money do you have? That any place can be cool. Uh, I think Houston is one of those kinds of places that yeah, has a potential it's got museums, to be very fun. It's got Again, depending on what you're looking to do. For the kids. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is it like it has stuff for the kids if you have kids? If you're just a youngin. Yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah, you, I guess you want to go see that. Uh, but that's what I'm saying. It's like it's a big enough city. It's a you know global city that kind of thing that you can go see and do anything. They have restaurants, world class restaurants, that kind of stuff. I mean, it's not the kind of thing you can go to Bowling Green, Kentucky, and like, oh yeah, I can't wait to go see. I don't know what they have there. You know, that ends up being what you say. You're just like, well, there's like they 12 bowling? people. I guess they can go to the Cracker Bell Barrel or whatever. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah. it turns out, no. Bowling Green <laughs> is not a place that you're excited to go to. Houston, yeah, Houston is, Dallas is, San Antonio, you know, to some extent. Yeah, you know, and, and a lot I think of like, oh, from, go from get drunk in the river. Uh, Which is the thing like to if do. If you're talking you about Houston but versus I don't, a place like Miami, Las Vegas, Memphis, Houston's going to get passed up, but if you're living inside of Texas, San Antonio area is always a fun fun place to visit. Like you said, tubing and stuff, New Braunfels, yeah. checking out the old hill country towns and stuff. It, it's it's a great area. Yeah. Yeah, it may, again, it, it kind of depends on what you want to do, because I know a lot of people are like, I'm going to go to Houston, and they have a specific thing that they want to do in Houston, and that's all fine, whatever. All right, so um, what <laughs> I learned from this is that never, you've never ever. been anywhere fun, you know. <laughs> yeah. I never been, I never been to Las Vegas. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's not like Berkeley. I thought when we went to Cal and played at Cal, that was fun. Uh, we took the family out there. We had a good time uh, in you know Northern California. Uh, I, you know, I was kind of excited about playing. I don't know, somebody like that. Mm-mm. We we yeah, missed yeah. out on the on really the A and M game, that. right? That game during um, the, during the pandemic, that kind of thing. Oh, oh no, 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 go ahead. I was gonna and, talk and, about gambling. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna say that you know, looking forward like to the AAC, I guess. Uh, and I'm not again, I'm not sure what that's gonna look like. I, I don't know that there's going to be any destinations that we're going to be super excited about going to? Like, where, where are we going? Who, I'll, I mean, I'll it's going to be Charlotte, Charlotte again, right? It's going to be some Conference USA kind of places already. Charlotte, UTSA, Rice. I mean, did you, have you gone? I have not. But <laughs> you know, in the past three years, we played them at uh, Charlotte. It, did you go? <laughs> yeah, for me, it's well, like, yeah, I mean, how's the food? I hear good things about it. But, but yeah. That's like my driving factor. That's why I've been in Memphis. I <laughs> want to go to Charlotte. And I think I'm sidetracking this conversation. I think that's where we are right now. But, like, what, East Carolina? Are you going to go over there? Uh, UCF is leaving. They have There's a hard Tulsa. Rock. I've been through Tulsa. I drove through <laughs> Tulsa. Uh, and it was fine. It, it, I mean, I guess. You know, uh, let, me, let me take another side. I heard so much about that Tulsa downtown baseball stadium. That wasn't much to look at, man. And now, caveat obviously is that it's a minor league baseball stadium. But I heard so much like the Tulsa downtown baseball. That's what they want. Uh, you know, that's what everybody, every city should want. But it wasn't much to look at. I, I actually thought it was like a community park. But you know, I was like, hey, look at you, can go play a little bit. Oh, oh wait, this is a professional stadium. Turns out, um, you know, so no you idea. I, I, is I like Temple no gonna stay it. in this league? All right, so AAC as it stands right now is Cincinnati, they're leaving, Houston, you know, UCF. So it's going to be East Carolina, Tulsa, SMU, Memphis is kind of going. Navy, Temple, South Florida, Tulane. Tulane, we went to New Orleans already, uh, and we played them, and uh, well, we lost that game, and then Tulane left the conference. They didn't want to be with us. So did Tulsa. Um, and I don't know, like, when we went to New Orleans ball and the, you were not excited about that, you were like, oh, man, New Orleans. Are you excited about going to New Orleans like regularly uh, as part of a regular season game? I mean, yeah, you know, like I think that, that sounds like October 1st or something like that. You know what I mean? A lot of the AAC team or games, I think, seem like more fun destinations than the Conference USA games, you know? If we're talking about Heisberg versus uh, or even <laughs> um, um You know, I've been to Hattiesburg, 
and they have a target just like any other place. You know what I mean? <laughs> you respect Hattiesburg's Hattiesburg's target. Um, no, I think that that's the point. That's why the, the AAC was a thing. They're like, we're going to organize around programs that are in cities like Cincinnati, Tulsa, UTSA, even Birmingham, San Antonio. Uh, I mentioned them, and and you know Dallas ish. That we're the, we're sort of an outlier uh, outlier because we're in Dallas Fort Worth. We're in Denton, which is a small town. It's a Texas town, but it just has proximity to Dallas Fort Worth. You know what I mean? So I think it, in that respect, North Texas is a little bit outside of the norm. Um, but that's fine. I, I don't think that's bad. Yeah. It, I think there's a lot of good good about being in like it's a, a college it's a more traditional town, and college town, the town and not necessarily being in the, like yeah. downtown Dallas. Yeah, I, I, like I said, I, I liked it a lot about Denton. Um, anyway, so, yeah, I, I think you're right. And so I'm sort of looking forward. Again, I'm not looking forward to going to Bowling Green. That's not something that, that excites me. But, like, a FIU, consider them. They're they're Miami, except nobody cares. Uh, FAU is in Boca Raton. And, in, in, I mean, I don't know. Nobody in our conference was excited to go to Boca Raton. You know. We didn't do it. The vast majority of North Texas fans didn't buy a ticket uh, to Boca Raton That's to true. watch North and Texas anybody do North anything. Miami, right? You know? So I don't know. There's that part. Yeah. They're in paradise, they say. Nobody wanted a ticket to paradise. Um, So, the, I mean, there's that. And like I said, Charlotte, I hear it's great. It's a big banking town. I don't know. It's not. Didn't really excite me. A lot of people are like, "Yeah, it's a great place to live," but is it a great place to visit? You know, I don't know. I don't ever think. Hey, oh like, man, go down to Charlotte. You know, is unless I'm, I live for, in like I don't uh, know, barbecue, like Boone, North Carolina. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's it's far enough on the East Coast. I don't know. I mean, I don't talk to a whole lot of people from it. I think my real estate agent was uh, from North Carolina or something like that. Or something. I don't know. He was talking about he played hockey. I don't know. It didn't quite make sense. He was like, yeah, I'm from North Carolina. I played hockey. I was like, do they play hockey in North Carolina? I didn't think they did. But, you know, so there was a lot of questions about that. And I was like, that's cool, man. Uh, can we talk about this uh, this inspection? Yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't want to hear your life story. Um, <laughs> I'm joking. But um, I don't know. I, I, that's that's the future, right? It's the far away future. This season, what are your expectations? If I told you, you know, let's play that game, right? You know, if you told me that uh, at the end of the season we'd be one play away from getting whatever, you know, we'll play that game before the season. I'm going to tell you, uh, we're going to play in the conference championship game. We're going to get season? blown out. What do you say about that? Are you excited about it? Yeah, yeah. If I told you that, you know, this is the cliche part of the podcast where we say cliche things. So, you know, if imagine us losing and we're like, you know what? But if you told me at the start of the season, that we were going to be in the conference championship game, then I would have to be, you know, like that was a great season. So I'm going to tell you right now, we're going to be in the conference championship game, <laughs> but we're going to get blown out by 40. I, How do you I, feel I, about You're bringing it? up these feelings of, uh, <laughs> here we go again. <laughs> of course, Seth Luttrell would, would lose the title game by 40 points. No, but I think uh, yeah. I would be yeah. humbled and excited that we went that far. Sure, I I would try to suppress those feelings of, of course yeah. he would lose a game like that. But no, I would be <laughs> tremendously surprised. Yeah. All right. So, you, <laughs> so you throw your beer can, but there wouldn't be any beer in it. It would be in, <laughs> in the recycling bin. You're like, ah, clink. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. What do I tell you that we win the conference championship? But we get blown out in a bowl game. You said a mediocre bowl game conference, uh, against I don't know, like a some other opponent. Um. Yes. But we get blown out like absolutely embarrassed. UTSA. Oh, okay. Sort of like uh, I don't know. I guess like we <laughs> of did get that would get blown state. out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, uh, <laughs> if it was a mediocre bowl game and we got blown out in the mediocre okay. bowl game, I mean, it, 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 
Like Last mediocre, like maybe it's another one of these made up bowl game, like uh, where they you just point at some. <laughs> yeah, they're like, uh, yeah, the uh, box dot com. Is there a is there a you know Memphis bowl, bowl played on a Tuesday? You don't like uh, <laughs> a couple bowl. Um, I think no, there I was be, yeah something like that yeah. So I'll be, the, yeah. again <laughs> excited because it's been a long time since we won a lot. Yeah, it, it, it's difficult to to feel how inflated yeah, my okay, ego will be at that. the end of the season, winning the conference USA championship. I might be like UTSA and be like, "Well, we, we won the we check the scoreboard. We won yeah. the UTSA or the conference USA championship. Doesn't matter what happened in the bowl game." <laughs> okay. All right. Let's say we win the bowl game. We win. The conference title game. Both just kind of squeak by. You know, nothing super impressive. But we win them. But we get absolutely destroyed by SMU Whether we or UTSA. Win. And you have to choose which one it's going to be. Okay, so, gotcha. No, no, no. So, we win. We win. We win the bowl game. We like, you know, it's like something terrible, like 13-10. I would and we win a conference championship UTSA. game. And it's, again, it's not impressive, but we win it. But we... Then SMU... You would? Then SMU? Oh, man. I don't know. I feel like... Here's what I think. Uh, on that one, I would take let's lose to SMU. Just because they've already beat us. We've already got blown out against them. And I think there's like that city thing. But um, I, I kind of like owning the UTSA fan base. Like It was fun to beat them and blow them out in Den. And it'll be even more funner. Funner. If we did it again at there, just a little back to back, that would just be great. You know, like they were like, because then they couldn't lord it over us. Like, ah, oh, we won the, you know, like, you know, last year they're like, well, we still won the championship. It doesn't matter. We didn't care about that game. And then if we win the, the championship it, and we beat them, then we get that. So for, me, it's a, like the, the, for me, the Metroplex so rivalry. I take the SMU loss. The, the Metroplex domination would is is better because you, you constantly see it, you know. Living in the area, you see SMU shirts all the time, and yeah. while I'm wearing my, you know, North Texas hat or, or shirt, yeah. I'm like, "Hey, we beat you, though." Yeah, and like it's sort of whatever. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I get that, but I, I, I think for me right now, the con, because you're playing for two things, right? You're playing for the conference, and then you're also playing for the little rivalry, right? As of right now, the SMU thing is just the rivalry. And I think they've already kind of beat us and whatever. Um, and they've even destroyed us that I, I feel like they, they're, you're not really winning too much more on that. Like, like oh, we speaking, beat you again, and we're just kind of like, yeah, <laughs> that, that's it. That's all we got right now. Yeah, but, but this all year, I, we're, we're I, going to be I, I take your point, but I, anyway, I mean, you so know. We want to enter into the conference. That, that's saying, my well, choice. We, we whooped you. Well, so what I'm saying is that I think I would make a, maybe a different choice if we were both in the conference. We were both competing for the AAC this season, and we're not. Right now, we're still Conference USA members who are competing, competing for Conference USA. So, like, if we won, and we won, and then we got to, you know, have some bragging rights, I feel like getting the, the clean sweep, right, you know? Beating them at their house and winning the title. Yeah, but we won the I title, that, so I don't care. That, that's all of it. You check all the boxes, right? But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what they're saying right now, you know. But um, all right, okay. So we uh, the other thing is that we we win six games, go to a bowl. That game, would be my minimum really expectation. Like, uh, how, how do you feel about it? Another one. Yeah. So if we didn't make that, I mean, minimum. Uh, oh man, look at this guy. It's burning yeah. to the ground. <laughs> what does that mean? They got to go. Fire Seth the trail, or you know, give him one of them kind of bios. Like we're gonna reassign you. You're gonna be head janitor, and, you know, like one of those million dollars a year to or sweep up uh, you know, the cafeteria there, but you know that kind of thing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, I, I think that that's about it. That's about where we are. I think every season that any one of these teams in in conference USA can win a thing. Like you look at Western Kentucky. They had a terrible offense. They got a quarterback. They got a new wide receiver, and and a offensive coordinator. And they had the best offense in in the nation, but then also in in the league. It can happen that quick. You get the right combination of dudes, 
you know, change can happen. Um, you know, you look at uh, uh, even, uh, what's his name, Lane Kiffin, he went to, to uh, Florida Atlantic. He, you know, he turned the talent around. They, you know, they organized themselves and they won. UAB getting the right kind of transfers, taking full advantage of their situation, they won. Uh, I, I like what Charlotte has done here and there. We're far away from being like a UTEP, which is like has no resources, or like a, um, what is the other one? That's, that's even like a Rice, which has unique, such a unique situation that it's very difficult to win there, right? Uh, they have like three fans. And even though those fans are like smart and they're all NASA scientists and they all make a, a lot of money, there are only three fans, and that's it. It doesn't matter. So you know we don't we don't have you know a vast silly fan base like a like a Oklahoma or even Oklahoma State, but there's a lot of North Texan fans, you know, alumni. And uh, when we're we're sufficiently motiv- motivated, we show up. We sold out the stadium. There's thirty thousand people there at Apogee. We made it happen. It's fun. When we're clicking, it's clicking, and I think. It just we need a little bit of luck, and we need a little yeah, bit of we're, head we're go, outside of rear ends. Working, you know what I mean? Like we were the, passing you know, it all the time rather than <laughs> running it all the time, and there just needs to be more balance, you know. And <laughs> oh wait, wait, tell me, are you suggesting to me that running over into and the over line again? Um, is yeah, not and a I think that was a good balance between Graham Harrell and and Latrell because one of them just <laughs> wanted to run it, and the other one just wanted to pass it. And uh, I think they, they, they yeah. well, one was a quarterback and, they, they and one was a fullback, like, you know, canceling each other out. So, <laughs> so right now you have an offensive line coach as the offensive coordinator. And, and you know, Latrell loves it because the run game has been solid to, to, to really good. But then we've <laughs> left the, the passing game to, to the side. Yeah. Yeah, I, I say you can still win if you run it and run it and run it and play defense. UAB did that. You can still win this league in doing that. It's a, it's a viable strategy. Um, you just have to have good enough co- quarterback play. And I thought their UAB's quarterback. Uh, I thought he made some some really good throws. Was that Shropshire that dude? Like UAB came out with a great game plan to whoop up on UTSA, and they almost did it. They just you know they got outlucked, out special seasoned in that moment. And I thought that was kind of evident. Um, I don't know that we're at that level. We can't play UAB football yet. Maybe we've in this offseason, that's what we've developed. I don't know. Uh, that's what we're looking for. I, I want to see. Yeah, I, I'm a fan. I, I can support whatever kind of style. If we're gonna, it's gonna be three yards. And if it works and win, win and games, we're good at that, sure, I think we can be so far. Has it? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. No, it hasn't. I mean, the, you know, we we got to the title game. Now it seems like four thousand years ago, when we were throwing the ball everywhere and playing good enough defense. And I I would like to see a little bit more of that, but with some timely runs, right? Little Jeff Wilson runs here and there. Um, I mean, there you go. I think I'm excited about North Texas football, and uh, we're coming up on an hour, including our intermission break where we played music for everybody. So I think we'll just we'll leave one in a little bit more. Maybe they want less. I don't know. Uh, Aldo, what do you have to say as we um, depart? Well, I want to go um, visit <laughs> this episode. I'm gonna play sad, <laughs> sad fight song music. Uh, I'm a, I want to go see Las Vegas. <laughs> um, maybe reach Charlotte one day. No, no, no. I'm I'm excited for the football season yeah. to begin. I want to see what we have. <laughs> Is it getting louder on purpose? Um, I want to see what we have. I'm I not touching it. Unknowns across <laughs> the board. This is so distracting. And um, I hope to be excited rather than to <laughs> be extremely disappointed on the offense. Defense is going to be great. But I'm not even going to have to worry about defense. <laughs> we should make you give your big important points over sad fight song music all the time. Like folks, boop, 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 boop. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think same thing. I, we, there's a lot to enjoy about North Texas football this season that we can be excited about. Like I said, some of those trips, meeting up with some people, we're a little bit. I mean, you can't count your chickens before they hatch, that kind of thing. But I think we're we're a little bit more post COVID than we were. Uh, I mentioned last week that I got the COVID 
for the first time in this pandemic. And thankfully, it was a lot more mild, so mild that I didn't even know I had COVID. I thought it was just allergies. Uh, and I got a little stuffy nose right now because these are allergies. It is allergies. Um, I, I checked. I did a COVID test. Um, and so I, I guess what I'm saying is like, hopefully we can get a little closer to having a little bit more normal kind of fun where we're not scared and all that other stuff. And I think it can be a little bit normal. Like you said, do some tailgating, take some trips, go to Vegas, have some good, have a good time. And, you know, enjoy North Texas football. I don't, I don't know that I have a whole lot of high expectations, but I think there's a potential that it could be a lot of fun. And so I'm crossing my fingers and saying, hopefully it's, yeah, it's that fun. Don't be embarrassing. Don't be first. That's the motto going into 2022. North Texas, <laughs> don't be embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to walk out and hit the paper. Don't be embarrassing. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Mingry Nation podcast. Uh, the news sort of season started last week. We're going to do this every week. I at least try to try our very best. I think except for the weekend, I'm going to be in Chicago for Lollapalooza. I'm going to be old man in Chicago, Lollapalooza. But we'll figure it out. Uh, so tune in, subscribe, uh, whatever your subscription uh, options are. Uh, uh, Aldo, do you have any social media stuff for you? Were you, were you following the U.S. Open or the British uh, Open or something golfers like that? on Instagram. Golfing or Aldo Avina on Twitter. A-L-D-O-A-V-I-N-A. Look at this guy. Social media star. Um, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, Go Green. we are done. Go. Go Mean Green.